Welcome to the Collections by Michelle Brown Show, a show about people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality as they create change. This episode is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services. Welcome to Collections by Michelle Brown. I'm your host, Michelle Brown. Each week, we'll be talking with people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality and creating change. 2020 has been a year we'll be talking about for a very long time. Things will never be the same. How we interact with one another, shop, vote, not even the holidays. If you're missing those spirited discussions around the table or after that big Thanksgiving dinner, we have just the cure. Today, we're joined by the always outspoken Betty Covertier. She cut her political teeth as an activist and radio host in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Since her retirement, Betty has been traveling across the southern region of the United States in her RV with her dogs, meeting and hearing alternative perspectives from folks she's met along the way. Always keeping an eye on Georgia and national politics, Betty drove 500 miles to make sure her vote was counted in the recent presidential elections. Always feisty often provocative and rarely at a loss for words, Betty joins us on her birthday to serve up some knowledge this Thanksgiving day. Betty, welcome back to Collections by Michelle Brown. How are you today? Hey, can we sing happy days out here again? (laughs) Happy, Happy days? Yeah, I mean, shoot, I'm telling you. Oh, oh, happy, oh, absolutely, happy days, happy days are here again, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, the relief, the relief that so many felt that day when um, he came, he was coming out ahead and then, you know, the suspense and the waiting on the other five, but we knew. Those oh, of us yeah. who were faithful, we knew, we knew. I mean, we've known for a long time, you know, it's just that the... Uh-huh. It, it, it just has to get through to to the the political folks, you know. <laughs> but I mean, but, uh, but it you, was. A, you put down right. there in it in his in his territory, uh, yes. you know, in Florida. I mean, since since two thousand. Since like, like mean, it's like yeah. it seems like forever. <laughs> it seems like I've been down here like forever. No. Wow. I mean, you know, yes. I, I, you know it's, it's just like I was telling somebody I had faith. You know, I, I did have faith because I had someone, they said, well, you know, Tuesday they got all upset. I said, I didn't get upset Tuesday because we have, you know, the early um, mailing and everything. And, right, you know, one right. of the things that gave me faith was because I knew Stacey Abrams had been involved and you 
back when she ran for governor, you had talked about how she did it. And yep. that gave me a lot of faith. Yep. Well, it, it, it's just, you know, I, I down here, I had, it, there are some, you know, there are some Biden folks that I've run into and we discuss things and talk about stuff. And basically we're, we're all confused why there's so many uh, Trumpsters down here. Uh, but uh, it's just, that's the way it is. But it's just, uh, it's just very confusing. I mean, I've, I've learned a lot. It's been very educational because people just don't, uh, they don't get the proper information, and it's quite evident in what they talk about and how they talk about stuff. And you look at them and you wonder, okay, so where are you getting your information from? You know, it's like I've gotten into many conversations in the past year with folks, and uh, they're just non-believers in, 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 you know, I'm going to say in the Biden way right now, you know, or in the democracy of this country and how it's supposed to be, and they are fully in in, in I guess just embedded in this uh, fake news dogma thing, and the only thing that they listen to is Fox News, which is not uh-huh. a credible news source or news source at all. Okay, um, but that's what they believe, and and, and 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 you can't you can't convince them otherwise. No matter what you say, no matter how much evidence you give them. I used to there've been a few people I used to send all kinds of articles to them so they can read, and they in exchange would send me QAnon, okay? (laughs) You know, so it's like, yeah, all you can do is just say, okay, scratch your head and just let it go, okay? Because they they would just take it. Even Fox News is calling it for Biden, and even, you know, what was the other day? They they cut off the... The Trump Biden. Oh, they cut off the yeah, they cut yeah. off the, uh, the 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 uh, the, con- the the news thing, the the conference uh, uh, thing when 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 Trump was talking or when the uh, the their secretary, the press secretary or whatever was talking, they cut yeah. off on yeah. CNN on uh, on CNN on N- N- SNBC, all the all the channels cut them off because I was watching and all of a sudden they said, okay, well let's we'll go on with the day's news. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, really, I mean, that's, that's just crazy. So where are you? Yeah. Are, you are you in Georgia? Or are you I am. In I am. I am. No, I am in Florida. I am in Kissimmee at a place called Sherwood Forest. And I uh-huh. wish I could show you pictures, but I came out so that the dogs wouldn't bark and stuff while I was on the phone. And I'm sitting amongst a lot of uh, trees and, and uh-huh. I'm sitting on what they call the little mini golf course here. There's nobody out. It's a Sunday afternoon. Everything is very quiet. Uh, we've had some active COVID in this area, so everybody is sort of uh-huh. kind of isolated. Uh-huh. And um, I, for one, you know, I wear my mask everywhere. And they uh-huh. did have, there was a, uh, I just, when I, before I came here, I was over at, uh, in the, what they call the Orlando Thousand Trails, but it's actually in Claremont. And it's, uh, uh-huh. there's, a, there's a Wawa up, you know, like across the street, up the road a little bit, and they just locked that down uh, because there's a website for that particular campground. They have uh-huh. a Facebook page, and they put everything up on there, and they have it shut down, taped all up, closed, logging, locked down because uh-huh. several COVID cases in the Wawa amongst their employees. Wow. And now, I hadn't used that one. Yeah, I hadn't used uh-huh. that one in a while. But I had gone, I've been, I've been using more of the Starbucks. They, call, uh-huh. they cost a little bit more, and they, but they have been safe since the beginning, and they're still safe. And uh-huh. they, they don't even touch your credit card, okay? 
Mm. So, and, wow. and it's a drive-through. It has been a drive-through, you know, uh, and, and it's just, it's just safe. They have, they still wear gloves on their hands, on their hands or whatever. They put everything on a tray and hand it to you instead of one by one, you know. And they, the tray, you know, then you take it off the tray and stuff. And they try mm-hmm. to avoid touching as much as possible. But uh, nah. they've been doing they, they've been doing that since day one, and they're still doing it. So I've been I've been getting my coffee there when I go out, you know. Uh-huh. Cause, uh-huh. Yeah, it, 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 it's expensive, yes, but you see, it gives me the feeling that I'm going somewhere. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's nah. more it's more psych, it's more psychological for me than anything else, you know, because uh-huh. otherwise I could I could make my own coffee in in the RV and stuff. I have my coffee mag, I have uh-huh. my coffee, you know, but. Uh, it just makes me feel like I'm going somewhere. And then they give um, pup cups to the, to the dogs, you know, so I always get the pup Aww. cups for the dogs. Uh-huh. It's whipped cream, and, and they put it in a cup individually, one, one for each one, and they enjoy that. So it, it just makes me feel like I've gone out on a field trip or something, you know, so, yeah. Now, but, uh, now you know, they, they talked, you know, they're still talking about Georgia. I'm so proud of Georgia. But you yes. went back there to vote. I mean, and, and it sounded like, you know, and they talk about, you know, false votes and voter suppression and everything. But it sounds mm-hmm. to me that, you know, just from your experience, mm-hmm. did you feel that everything was done to make sure that your vote got counted and that, you know. Oh, the- yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I, that, it's the first time I've ever voted in Georgia that it was a secured vote. I had never seen these machines before. It's the first year, and it's all because of, of, of Stacey Abrams. Um, the, the mill machines are portable. You know, they fold up, and they can transport them from one place to the other very easily. Um, but when you finish voting, okay, and you, the, you, you, you press the button, and you get a copy of your ballot, okay? Wow. So now they have, a, they have a paper trail. Okay, and then that ballot went on your way out when you put the pen in one box and you put the card in the other the little card, you know, the, the, the voting card that they give you in the other box, and then they have a scanner. You put your ballot in the scanner, it scans it, and then it will digitally it'll tell you, okay, your vote is now processed. You have voted, okay? And then it gets dropped into a box, which is those are the boxes for the recount. They go back to to recount them. So they, it's the actual ballot, okay, that they're counting, that people voted, you know, because you actually get a copy of it now. So that that is, like, awesome. I just I was just so thrilled. I was just hollering and saying, uh-huh. you know, oh, wow, oh, wow. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but I was really impressed. You know, I drove 500 miles from Florida to Georgia so I could vote because I didn't trust the mail in okay because uh-huh. of my experience my experience in 2018 which I have talked you know on on on, uh-huh. on, on Facebook about but it took me 6 days to find my ballot uh-huh. back in 2018 uh-huh. oh, and yeah. that was and that, that. Yeah, yeah 6 days talking to the postmaster here in Kissimmee talking to the postmaster in Clarksville Georgia getting them together on the phone tracing them backwards from each each place because there was no postmarks anywhere except the Kissimmee where I mailed it from I said oh no 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 you have to find because I sent it registered mail so I had a tracking number so they had no choice but to go through the whole thing. And I'm sure what they probably did was they, they probably went into those boxes that they had found after the election in the back room of mail-in ballots that were never counted. Um, I'm sure they had somebody scrounging in them boxes because that Saturday morning before election, 
is when the postmaster general of Clarksville, Georgia, called me at 8.30 in the morning and said, guess what I have? <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know. And it's it's and then you know five minutes later it was it was logged in. I went online to make sure it had been clocked in because he said he was taking it himself down there. So I'm he was there. He he didn't have to go anywhere because it was like from the time that I hang up hung up with him, I know where his office is, okay, and I know where the election board was, okay. Uh-huh. So I know uh-huh. it took more than five minutes to to drive there, okay, you know so. Because uh, they were on opposite side of the town, you know. So um, it's it's like I saw that he must have been there at the election board office when it was found, and he called me immediately. And said, then he told me, you know, that they were going to log it in, and you know, he, he no, he was going to take it directly to himself, you know, to the election board so they could log it in. And I went up online five minutes later, and it was logged in. You know, so it was like, you know, okay, you know, you lied to me, you lied to me, and you keep lying to me, but that's okay. Uh-huh. My vote is in. You know. Now you hear the Trumpsters, you know, saying that this wasn't true, and and the votes weren't right, and all of that. But it sounds uh-huh. like, I mean, you've had two occasions where you you followed up on it. Most of the people who you talked about, talked to, were they concerned about their vote getting in? Here in Florida? No, I mean, well, I, I'd say mostly in Georgia. Uh, your ma- friends who you still ma- have yeah, well, 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 most of the people up there that I talked to, like on Facebook and stuff, a lot of them, what they did is just walked it in. They did the mail in, but they walked in and did the, the drop box thing. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of drop box. Okay, they didn't trust. They didn't trust the post office because of all the stuff they had done previously, you know, and it hadn't been totally fixed. So a lot of the a lot of the votes in 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 Georgia were in the drop boxes. Okay, so yeah, I'm, some some came in mailing, but I think they're considered to be both. You know, they're considered uh-huh. to be the same mailing, whether they were in the drop box or they got it through the USPS. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so they're considered mail in, and then I counted until after the day vote. You know, so that's, uh-huh. you know, the day vote, the number was higher because the Republicans normally vote on the day of, okay? There was very few that did the early voting thing. And, um, you know, so maybe some, uh, let me, some of the old age homes and stuff like that might have done it or had somebody assigned to walk it in or, you know, stuff like that. But... Um, the 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 mail in and the drop boxes were you know basically Democrat and the numbers show that you know because mm-hmm. that's where he took the lead. Well, yeah, you so. know it was funny because I had somebody who said you know like I said Tuesday because they did what he said he said oh you can't trust the earlier so most Republicans didn't do it but I knew from my friends not over here in Michigan and Georgia everywhere that we were doing it so you know I said well, mm-hmm. okay. We got to count these votes, you know. We just got to count right. these votes. But did right. you have any? Were you were you surprised, or did you expect Georgia to flip blue? I I, I suspect that it would. Okay, I know uh-huh. Stacy's been working on, on on the fair fight for a number of years. Okay, I remember being in White County one time back in. It was before the same-sex marriage thing, and she was up in White County because Larry Pellegrini and myself uh, 
who is the lobbyist for the LGBT community in Georgia, um, uh, went to White County to hear her speak. Okay, and at the uh-huh. time she wasn't speaking about the same-sex marriage stuff, but she was speaking about getting people together and doing the voting thing and the registrations and you know the the, the go you know go TV you know the go get you know get out the vote stuff and whatnot. This is what she was trying to emphasize even back then. So, and I guess that was like 2009, 10 or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I know she has been years working on this and it has spread to 20 other states. You know, her, her notion of, you know, all this, how, how to get the voter out is, is working and, you know, it's, it's being, being implemented in 20 other states, you know. So what the outcome of those are, we don't know yet uh, because they're concentrating so on Georgia, you know, and uh-huh. it's so important. It's important because it's the fate of the nation right now lies in Georgia's hands. I mean, it's uh-huh. like, you know, the fate of the nation is in Georgia. Right. I mean, it's, it's, unbe- it, it's unbelievable. I, it, it's, it's my adopted state. I'm originally from New York. But to be and to have been an act, because I came out as an activist in Georgia, because I wasn't an activist uh-huh. in New York. I was, I was just doing my thing in New York, you know. <laughs> but, you know, hitting Georgia and realizing that there was, you know, just so much to do out there um, and, and so much inequality, even though I was in, in the suburbs of Atlanta and stuff and, I, I, and in, 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 in a city where it was uh, governed mainly by blacks at the time, still blacks had such little, you know, equality, you know, in every uh-huh. aspect of living, you know, from housing, econ- economics, job-wise, education, everything. And, um, you know, I learned about the HB, the HBCU universities and stuff through the uh-huh, HRC uh-huh, when we worked uh-huh. when we were together because I know they were quite, you know, especially in Georgia, they would come and do events there, you know, but uh, all of that, that, you know, it was... I, I hadn't put things together as to how all this worked together and stuff back then because I was a novice. But it's it's Stacy saw it, <laughs> you know she knew, uh-huh. right? And um, the others that also had an education that were like like hers, they knew, okay? And um, they went for it. I mean, you know, and and it's like that you say wow, and I you know it's like wow, and it, it can be done. It's true, and it can keep growing. You know, we just can't stop. Okay, we can't we can't become um, you know we can't just say okay, well it's done now. No, it's not done because if we lay back and we can't become disengaged, we'll allow room for another Trump. Okay, and uh-huh. we have to prevent that. We have to prevent at all costs <laughs> another uh-huh. Trump. <laughs> well, are our people as excited about and engaged about this January runoff? I mean, because really, that would be awesome, you know, if we can flip yep. the Senate seat, yep. you know. Yep, everybody, yeah. I, I'm sure you see my posts and stuff, but there are other mm-hmm. people putting posts, you know, posts up in, in, in Georgia. There's, you know, other folks knowing the importance of what has to happen. We we, we, we can't get laxed. You know, we, we have to keep up our energies, and we have to know that we have to do it again, and we have to double the numbers, you know, because mm-hmm. I, what I say is, you go take one, you know, you know, take a neighbor with you or find out who's not registered on your block or something like that, you know. Um, I'm trying to get up there, but I, I have to start PT on this, this, this sciatica thing um, on Monday tomorrow. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and I'm, I, I, I was hoping that 
the 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 previous stuff that they had done was going to help me some, and I would be able to travel. But I was hoping to be up there, you know, for you know to sort of kind of get back involved a little bit in um, getting out the boat, and you know, but I could probably do that on the phone. So I'm just you oh know, yeah, I just have, yeah, I could. They, uh, somebody sent out an email yesterday that had all the information needed. So I just have to go back in there and scan that for all the contact information that I would need to get myself going from down here. But uh, I believe that everybody that I know is excited. So I know know, that they all vote. uh Well, I saw, you know, I've gotten things. I mean, I've sent money. Uh, I got a thing about how you can help by calling and texting and letting people know to call and Remind people right. in, in Georgia to get out there and mm-hmm. vote. You know, so I mean that, yeah. that it's not. Yeah, I, yeah. I just yeah, I just signed up with the um, with the thing for the boat for the, uh, uh, Warnock and Ossoff. Uh, uh-huh. I just signed up for a monthly contribution every month. You know, this month, next month, and probably January. You know, and then yeah, I uh-huh. guess it'll stop. But it's uh, you know it's for that war chest for boat for boat elections. You know, and then they yeah. both each have separate things going on also. But uh, Act Blue is um, Act Blue. I think is the central point. ActBlue.com. I think they're the central uh-huh. point for all the um, donation stuff. And then they, I guess, they disperse it accordingly, depending on uh-huh. the ad that you donate on. You know. Uh-huh. So, but uh, it this and and I just read before I got on the phone I just read it just came out like 18 minutes ago even before I got on the phone so maybe half an hour ago that the, the Biden campaign is sending money people resources to Georgia uh-huh. good, good they're gonna they, they, uh-huh. they're, they're, they're starting right away um, Kamala is going to stay at the White House getting things ready there and um, and they're gonna just send, you know. But you know, her her, her chief of staff is the uh, lady from Move On Move uh, Move On dot org. She mm-hmm. was the, mm-hmm. the the executive director. I mean, if anybody knows how to rally the troops, you know, mm-hmm. she does. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has been in the past years from almost everything and anything that you know, any campaigns or any any movement or anything. Move On dot org was there for mm-hmm. everything, you know. So. I mean, they have the knowledge, they have the skills, they have the talent, they have the know-how, you know, so it, it's just, I have faith in them. I know they, they're going to do well, and I really believe that, um, I think they're going to take both. You know, they just have to get out there to the people, talk to the people, uh, you know, and I mean, I can't see, I, I, you know, it's it just, in my mind, okay, I try to picture, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, Warnock, like let's say they have a debate. Warnock against this lady from up, they love, love her. I mean, this is the, the wife of the owner of, or the CEO owner of the, of the stock market, okay? I mean, this is like a billionaire, millionaire, millionaire, okay? Uh-huh. And, yeah, she's running. I mean, it's just, you know, to me it's like how do you compare that to a man who is now the the pastor of Ebenezer, okay, Thank the you. Church of Civil uh-huh. Rights, you know, the Church uh-huh. of the Civil Rights Movement. Even even white folks understand that. White folks have always been there in the marches and stuff when it came to civil rights in Georgia. I mean, there was never a lack of white folks, okay. So, um, 
So, I mean, it, it's just how, how, how do you compare the two? It's just beyond me. I just, I just can't see the comparison or how in the world she thinks she's going to win, okay? And then the other, Asaf, who is a young man, who is a talented man, you know, educated guy, you know, he knows the, the system. And Purdue is just, he was just put there, you know, mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. sheer... By, by sheer accident, you know, I mean, Purdue is like, you know, he's useless. He does nothing. So I, I it, it just, you know, if, if, you know, just get his record out. Find what, what has he done for Georgia? What has he brought? What resources has he brought to Georgia as senator? You know, none. Okay. Uh-huh, <laughs> he's just uh-huh. as useless. He's as useless as Doug Collins. He, Doug Collins was my representative. Okay. He, he doesn't uh-huh. the only time you ever saw him, only time you ever saw him was election time looking for your vote. Okay. And then talking nonsense out of his mouth, you know, because he's one of these, you know, believer things, you know, he just talking nonsense. I mean, just things that didn't make sense. And people since pe- see, the problem is that people don't know. And people don't go into the to into the media or, or or the you know the podcasts or anything else out there giving them information that's valid and true. People just don't know, so they get attached because he said one little thing maybe, or because you know some friend said something, or because the uncle is voting for him. You know, they don't ask what did he do for for the people. You know, what did he do for the state? Nothing, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. it's like, uh-huh. you know, it, it's 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 you know. But people, we, you know, I've always said that that you know the Democrats and stuff, they they need to um, have a whole section or a whole department or a whole something of people educating the people. In other words, what may seem frivolous and unimportant, you know, is something that will let you understand something else. So it's the system that they don't understand, you know, and they don't understand the connection between the people, the money, and, 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 and Congress, for instance. They just don't uh-huh. understand what, how that all is interconnected and how you get there because they think it's money. I never felt that a, an election couldn't be won without money. I've always said it's the people who vote. The money doesn't vote. It's the people who vote. All they need is the right information, the true information, you know, it, and, and if they get that, then they'll know what to do. They'll know how to go because I, I believe in humanity. I really do believe that people are good at heart by nature, uh-huh. okay? They, they learn everything else, you know, to hate and dislike or whatever because somebody taught them. We're not born hating, okay? Uh-huh. So it's just, uh, you know. I, I just, I just, I have a lot of faith. I really do. I have, I, it took me, it was a lot of, of, of Democrats down here that I had to convince because even, like you said before, even on Tuesday, they were unsure. And I said, we got it. We got this. We got this. I, I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Did you read this? Did you, did you read this? Did you read that? Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what they said? I said, no, 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 no. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen uh-huh. to me. Okay. <laughs> we got this. Okay. <laughs> You know, I think too, the, the other thing that, that that really made me feel that it could, ha- you know, that it was going to happen was when you looked at all the protests after 
when George Flournoy got killed, and you saw them, and they, and they kept on going on. And they weren't just black people. They were black. They were white. They were young. Mm-hmm. They were old. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they weren't just out there just – they were engaged, and they were finding out. And then even to the point where, you know, you can stick your head in, under the, in the ground so long, but, you know, that was something you just couldn't ignore. And like you said, right. I don't think – you know, people – I think that the majority of people are not bad people. Maybe they have just ignored and not looked at, you know, but mm-hmm. here it was. And especially when you've got your kids, I know where is it in, I want to say it was in Portland or something, where then they had the mothers came out and got between the protesters and the police. I mean, you know, it was just like that movement that we were, we've been talking about, you saw it coming because it was like, punching people right in their humanity where they had to come out and do something. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, 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 uh, where he, where, you know, it, it's, it, you know, sometimes I'm just, you know, I'm lost for words because it's hard for me to see it clearly in my head of why uh-huh. and how it happened uh-huh. because, you know, it sort of kind of clashes. I know it happened. I know that there is 70 million plus people out there that voted for him. But uh-huh. in my brain, I can't, I can't consolidate that in my brain. You know what I mean? I can't, you know, my brain just rejects it. It just uh-huh. rejects it. Uh-huh. And I can't, find, I can't find reason why that happened. You know what I mean? So it, 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 even today, I mean, I still can't, you know, it, it's to be able to digest that and to absorb it and, and, and accept it is very difficult. Okay. But it happened. I know it happened in reality, okay. but there were 75 million others that did the right thing. Okay. Uh-huh. So, you know, I have faith in humanity that in the long run, will choose the right path, okay? Um, too many in the past have died for the things, you know, that we enjoy today, and we can't lose that. We can't lose the right to, you know, to decide for ourselves and what we're going to do and somebody not dictate to us, you know, how we're going to interact from day to day or even with ourselves as far as women are concerned and, you know, and, 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 and what right we have to our bodies. And, um, you know, I mean, it, it just goes on and on. I mean, the list is endless of the things that we would have been. If four more years of Trump, we would have been in a different country. Uh-huh. It would not. It would not have been the U.S. of A. that we, you and I know, that we grew uh-huh. up in. We might have grown. We might have grown up in different states, but we have a lot of mutual stuff that was the same, you know. And uh-huh. how we grew up with our family ties, and you know where we played, and how we interacted, the schools we went to, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that 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 U.S. of A. would not exist, okay? Because I mean, even education would not exist as we know it. All of that has to be undone. All of that has to be undone because now she would, this lady, you know, Betty DeVos, she was on her way uh-huh. to changing her, her entire educational system, okay? I mean, it's like every time I read something, and that's going to be one of the first things he does is reverse. His, his wife is an educator, so she has already lectured him on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's already yeah. put She's, she's already put her two cents in, and she said, if you don't, if you don't do this, ain't no Nikki for you tonight, okay? <laughs> really, I mean, 
you know, because, I mean, these two people are really down-to-earth folks. You can tell from how he talks and how the words that he uses, people are not used to that, okay, uh-huh. that you can actually understand what he is saying, whether uh-huh. he uses $10, $10 words or $2 words, you know. You can uh-huh. understand his compassion, his empathy, his feeling for whatever it is that you're feeling, you know. And you can see it. You can feel it when you hear him talk, opposed to, you know. <laughs> it was, you know, I, I, I could take 30 seconds of it, and I would have to turn it off because it was just, I couldn't. I just couldn't, you know. Hey, and, you know, I, I, he is not, not, and Joe Biden is not just, you know, someone who's passionate about education. She is an educator. She continues right? to be, and, and doesn't, you know, I mean, she continues to be an educator throughout his vice presidency. This is what she is. She's more than passionate. This is her life. This is what That's her she life. Knows. Yes. I mean, she's yeah. got her PhD, her master's. I mean, she's got everything mm-hmm. in the educational mm-hmm. field, you know. And I'm sure she told him right from get go. You know, you get this position. Guess what you're doing? First thing, okay? Day one. On day one. That's right. Day one. Well, Doc, DACA, DACA, the, the DACA has been reversed. The judge out west somewhere, uh, I heard that came that. out earlier today, too, uh, the article that the guy who was appointed to, uh-huh. to reverse the DACA, he was appointed illegally, so his whatever actions and, and things that he passed are not good. So the judge said, no, I'm re- reversing. DACA is good now, you know? Uh-huh. The kids, the kids yeah. are good. And, and it just has to stay that way until January because that's one of the things that he said he was going to do from day one, you know. Well, that's all they have to do is hold that. Okay, hold on. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, and then I want to come back okay. and talk about women. So I'll be right back. Okay. All right. <laughs> This episode of Collections by Michelle Brown is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services, bringing balance to your mind, body, and spirit. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit the Center at www.thecenterforpeacellc.com. back here. Betty, throughout yes. this, we have talked about that the future is female. But one of the things that just like astounds me is the number of white women who voted for Trump actually increased. Yeah. And well, there are a number uh-huh. of white Republican women who won races for the House of Representatives. You know, yes. There's one, there's one from Georgia, that, that green lady. She's part of that mm-hmm. QAnon. Yeah, mm-hmm. she got that, uh, that Northwest District. I don't know exactly. I think 14, I think District 14 or something. But it's the Northwest corner of Georgia, which is, you know, rural. And, mm-hmm. you know, 
it's, un, you know, the, the folks don't know too much better than whatever she's telling them, you know. <laughs> I mean, but when you stop and you think about, you know, that women, we still don't make the same amount of money as men. You know, there's right. a reproductive rights. There's all these things that affect women. But mm-hmm. they voted to keep someone in there who basically is turning back our life. Right. You right. Know, well, I mean, they they don't they don't they don't see it like that for whatever reason. Okay, they they have a husband, for instance, and their husband might be um, um, uh, talking against uh, the Democratic cause. He feels that they're going to take his guns from him. Okay. Now these are guys who are have the guns. I mean, they use it for the hunting and stuff. They're not, you know, they don't belong to militias or anything like this. But they are emphatic about voting for the man that he's not going to, you know, take their guns, okay? I mean, and, and the wife is afraid to go against the husband, okay? And that's, you have a lot of voting in, from, from there, okay? And then they have, they're still, down here, a lot of the white women are still talking about Hillary. Huh. <laughs> I said, why are Hillary is not running anymore. Why are you talking about Hillary? Oh, her emails and Benghazi and what she did with the Hillary flight with the with the Clinton Foundation. I said, um, Hillary is not running anymore, and all of that was vetted back when, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't understand why you're still there because we are now here, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, even the even one say that, that you know how she stood by Bill, well, isn't that the country yeah. theme song, oh, you, Stand yeah, By yeah, Your Man? I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's because they don't, you know, when they bring up, they, they, they bring up the Benghazi thing. She allowed them to get killed. I said, no, 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 no. You need to go back in and read what happened. Because a year, if you're going... Hillary asked for extra security from Congress like almost a year, year and a half before the incident. They turned her down. Uh-huh. They said no. Uh-huh. That wasn't brought up at the hearing and stuff. She brought it up, but, you know, they, they didn't make a big thing out of it. And since they didn't make a big thing out of it, those, those who were listening, you know, didn't take it in. They didn't, they didn't hear that she asked for help from Congress, and they turned her down. She can't just spend money sending security forces anywhere. She has to get the approval, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. They, they, they didn't go there. All they put, there was the power in her, okay? She was the Secretary of State, and she knew these things were going on. Yes, she knew, and that's how, that was one of her good friends over there. They discussed it, and they discussed what was, needed to be done, but Congress would not do it, okay? So, you know, but people don't hear that. They don't hear it, you know? And, and, and then I would tell them, what's so, bad? what's so bad about standing, you know, by your man when something happens? What's so bad about it? I mean, what is, you know, what is so bad about it? Like you said, that part, that, to me, that part was in their relationship, you know? Right. <laughs> that part, you know, that was in their relationship. You know, Betty, I have a question. Okay, and I know, mm-hmm. I know that you talk to people. I, I remember you talking about your friend who, who is a Russian woman, and, you know, I'm trying to do it. <laughs> well, but, you know, I, like me, okay, I have had people who come and look at, us as women of color, and that somehow it's our, we have this responsibility to try to talk to these women who vote against their own self-interest. And, you know, and we've talked and we've told, and they still continue to do that. 
do you get tired of hearing that and, you know, and want to say to them, look, you know, look, you white women need to get your other white women together and, you know, I'll give you the facts. I mean, how do you, do you yeah, hear that? Yeah. Or? Oh, well, you know, well, I, 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 I find that a little bit, you know, just because I am a woman, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm a woman of color doesn't put any more responsibility on me than a woman who is white and rich or whatever it is. They have a responsibility if they believe in women's rights, okay? Um, Just because of what I am doesn't give me extra responsibility or to take the burden of. Um, I, 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 you know, I I just, I have a difficult time trying to um, align that you know, to to doing the positive stuff. You know, mm-hmm. if people, you know, the Russian, the Russian and I are not even talking anymore because I mean, just like, yeah, I mean, she about two months ago she stood up in the dog park and and just shouted out that Trump was the best president we've ever had and that I was stupid. I said, okay. Oh. <laughs> I said. I said, I'm done. That's it. I am done with you, okay? I mean, don't even. Don't even come this way no more, okay? I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's wasting too much energy trying to convince people, you know, when they come out with stupid crap, you know, that, that doesn't uh-huh. make sense to me and why they're going the way they're going, you know? I mean, it's uh-huh. just, you know, a lot of them, I, there's a lot of them that have, they voted their pocket because, Decided to invest in the stock market back, you know, four years ago, and they have done very well, you know, and they think okay. that that's going to change if, if there's a de- de- Democratic pres- president, you know. So far, nothing has happened. In fact, the stock market went up the other day, went down, and then went up again. So it, it still has the same, you know, up and down as when Trump, because every time Trump opened his mouth up, something would happen with the stock market, you know. But um, it's just some, some people that I know here in Florida – um, voted their pocketbook, you know, because uh-huh. they said, as long as I'm making money, I'm voting for the guy who's making it for me. But that's not him. You know, the economy and the stock market are two separate things, you know. You know, the stock market, I mean, it, it, corporations are invested way far, you know, not only in the U.S. of A, they're invested in other countries and stuff, you know. And, and uh-huh. they, you know, they have earnings, you know, based on, you know, a lot of different investments from different places and for different reasons, okay? So it's just the base, anything on the stock market is insane. And it's just, you know, the economy is here. The economy is who's working, who's spending, you know, when you cut off, you know, it, 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 they're in trouble now. They're trying to see if they can fast pace a, 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 um, another stimulus check because it's like everybody's re- – there was still like 20 million people on unemployment and, and it's an uh-huh. end like at the end of this month, okay? And there's no uh-huh. stimulus package to continue anything. The states have run out of money, okay? So it's like what do 20 million people do? What happens to the economy? See, that economy affects all of us. When, they start, when, when we as individuals stop going to the store, and spending our money and paying those local taxes and the sales tax and the gas tax and all that other kind of stuff, our communities start going down because there's no money coming into the coffers to spend on the streets and repairs and the city buildings and, you know, the town this and the town that. I mean, people just don't seem to understand the concept of what it means, you know. 
So those who invested in, in the stock market, few and far in between. Not everybody has stock market money. Okay, so but those who are invested have made good you know, good money. They're spending it when they can and they're getting all kinds of little extra things and stuff like that. And that's all fine, well and good. I'm happy for you. But don't 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 vote because of that. Just know how you're investing regardless of who the president is. You know? That's how you make money, knowing what you're doing, you know? But it's and just, you, you know. And, you know, making but, money but they, in the stock market doesn't help you if you can't get to the market. And when you get to the market, there's no toilet paper, you know. Exactly. And, exactly. and making money exactly. in the market hasn't stopped anyone from getting COVID. That's yeah. right. That's right. You know, and they, you know, they, they feel they've been safe and, you know, and a lot of these people down here don't wear masks, you know, mm. and I like, yes, and they think I'm crazy. I go to the dog park. I have my chair. I got my mask. I sit away from all of them with my mask on my face. You know, somebody mm-hmm. comes towards me. I said, you can talk to me from over there. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't know where you've been and I'm not going to have you spitting down on me when you stand over me, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's just, uh, you have to just, you know. And I, I blow my nose every morning and every night just in case something got up in the nostrils, it comes out, you know, because mm-hmm. it, takes three to four, it takes three to four days for the, the virus to get to your lungs. So if you uh-huh. blow your nostrils every day, you're sort of kind of doing a little safeguard thing, you know. There's when, all you kinds of that, little, little... when you did mm-hmm. that 500-mile drive to Georgia, what, mm-hmm. what, did you do to, what did you do, you know, because I know, like, a lot of places, you don't, people are afraid to fly, but, you know, some people might be thinking about it. But then I know other people are like, well, I'd be afraid even to drive. Did you have concerns about that as far as COVID? And what did you do to to keep safe? Well, I just stayed in, you know, I stayed in my car. I only stopped to get gas and, and for the bathroom. I put my mask on. I had my little spray bottles of my alcohol and water mixture. And mm-hmm. I would spray, and I come back from whatever I was. I would spray my hands, my clothes, everything. I would just spray. <laughs> uh-huh. I would just. And I said, "It got on me. It's dead now." Okay, so uh-huh. it's just. I I did stay overnight at a hotel up there in uh, Gainesville, Georgia, and I when I went in, I stripped the beds. I sprayed with my alcohol. You know, little, little, the alcohol thing. I sprayed the beds, the sheets, the bathroom, the floors, the dresser, everything that I was going to touch. I sprayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just let it, and I just let it sit. You don't wipe it down. You just let it sit there. You know the 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 alcohol thing because that's how you you know for the anti you know for the uh, for the antibacterial effect. You don't wipe it down. Mm-hmm. You just let it sit. And then if I went out, I come back and I spray again. I spray my hands. Mm-hmm. I spray my clothes. You know, and you have you know take your clothes off and put it in a separate bag and take a shower. You know, I sort of kind of, you know, did what my daughter does when she comes home from work from the hospital. Before she goes up into her house, she goes into the garage, she takes off her clothes, she has a change of clothes, she puts it on, she takes her shoes, socks, everything off, leaves everything in the garage, walks in with clean clothes, and then goes straight into the shower. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. how she does. Before she can, you know, say hello to anybody, but her daughter's not there, her son is not there, so there's nobody home except herself, you know, but she does it just to keep, you know, the house clean in case they decide to come home, you know, because you never know with the college kids. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, but, uh, but you know, this year is, is challenging. Well, It's challenging, I, I, yeah. 
the women, what, what else? Well, wait, women, women, I mean, women just have to take their lives in their own hands is the way I look at it, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. We, live, we live in a whole new world where women are educated, education is available to them if they want it. You know, I mean, women, you know, I, I, in many places women are seen differently. Um, uh-huh. and, and if we look at history, women are those, the, the problem solvers, you know. We look at uh-huh. current history and we look at the countries where are being led by women. Those are the countries that are fighting COVID and they have uh-huh. good economies going and they're doing the right thing. You know, they're making the decisions that have to be made and it's being made for their people. So I've always said, yeah, I've always, you know, to me, women are the ones that can solve the solutions because I compare it to a home, any home. Uh-huh. It could be a black home. Uh-huh. Hispanic home, a Jewish home, an Asian home, or whatever. The man may look to the public like he's the head of household, and that's fine. Let him let him look that way, okay? Give him that. Uh-huh. He's the head of household. But when it comes to decision making, who makes the decisions in these in these you know in, in these groups of people? You know, whether you're black, Puerto Rican, Asian, whatever you are, is the woman who 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 says no? It's going to be like this, okay? Uh-huh. And, and well, that's the way it is. It really is. Now, I'm going to tell you, the best part last Saturday was when our vice president, talking about the future being female, when Kamala yeah. said, you know, I might be the first, but, you know, the other little girls who are out there, she's not going to be the last one. I mean, well, she's and, not the last one. Right? Mm-hmm. and for all intents and purposes, it's very possible she could become our first woman president. Yeah. I mean, I mean and you well, have, I think and you I well that moment my was sen- like amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's what's going to happen, you know. If mm-hmm. something you know, I, I hope I God forbid, I hope not. I hope he can do with the 8 years, you know, but if his health, you know, it goes downhill in the next 4 years, we know that there's somebody quite capable to fill in that seat. And in 2024, she will be the Democratic contender, okay? She will be mm-hmm. the one running if he can't. And if mm-hmm. he can, 2024 is definitely got Kamala Harris's name on it. I don't care who mm-hmm. else wants to run, but she's got it, especially if mean? they have a successful. Yeah, if they have a successful eight years, ain't no, no, mm-hmm. no, no reason why, because uh, – Stacy, I think, is going to go for a run for governor in Georgia again. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she'll she'll be out of the running for 2024. If she does that. And I mean, um, when you look mm-hmm. at these women, okay, when you look at first of all, when you look at, at Kamala, okay, she came from you know how her mother came over mm-hmm. here. She was raised by a single mother. I mean, the goals that her mother set for her, the things that she's done, and the way that she talks and is going on. And the same with right. Stacy. Stacy is a very accomplished woman. And mm-hmm. when you talk about the future is female, those two right there, but there are others also who are showing, you know, this is a look at uh, in Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer, you know. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, all, you, you've got some really strong, powerful women who mm-hmm. are not trying to do it the same way that men did it. They are redefining it. So when we talk about the future being female, I mean, that step is right there. I mean, those people oh, yeah. are right there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There are going to be more and more female governors, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, 
There, you know, I'm sure there'll be a number of contenders in 2024 that I want to jump in, but I, I think Kamala has that wrapped up. If it, if it's, mm-hmm. you know, if it's still Biden Harris, there won't be anybody jumping in. Uh, but come 2028, there'll be probably, you know, folks lined up to, you know, to jump in to do that. But uh, I think Kamala will have a wrap on that, and she will be the first female president. Um, I, I mm-hmm. think that she's destined. I think she's destined to be that. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there's you know, maybe you know some younger folks later on if she runs. I mean, I could see her taking on a running mate, um, like Ossoff, or um, mm-hmm. or or in twenty in twenty twenty eight. Well, maybe you know, maybe Stacy will be ready to jump out of the governorship and and jump into the VP position. Um, I mean, there's probably a couple more, you know that mm-hmm. would probably be ready to jump in. But um, there's a lot of new talent out there, you know, and yeah. there's a lot of women. You know, you have mm-hmm. Lisa Borders, you know, the mayor of Atlanta, that I'm sure she has aspirations. Mm-hmm. But um, I could see her, you know, being a VP, you know, on a, on a Harris Borders ticket. I mean, I could see mm-hmm. that happening. But, you know, it's just um, we'll see what happens. Right now I'm just happy that it's Biden-Harris. And I'm just happy that so many things will be undone because there were hundreds of regulations that he did by executive order that have to be reversed. Um, and there's some that already had gone through the uh, process, through the court or whatever it is, and they got registered. So it takes a longer period of time to reverse them. But because I was reading the article early this morning on that, and um, there's, and he wants to do more damage by doing things now, you know, for the environment and, and the oil drilling and, and, and doing all kinds of different things that affect us, the people, you know. Uh-huh. And he's mad. Yeah, he's, 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 he's mad at Georgia. What did he do? Um, I forgot. We'll come to me in a minute. But he's, he's, he's definitely, well, he's pissed off at all the people that work with him um, that didn't side with him in this last week, two weeks, you know, they're all being uh-huh. fired, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like he doesn't understand that we fired him. The people just fired him, you know, and uh-huh. he refuses to believe, he refuses to believe that. But he did say I mean, something but- this morning. Yeah, he did say something this morning that Biden did win, but he said he would never con- concede. Well, you know, yeah. and, and you know what? We don't need him to concede. We just need him to pack his stuff and get the hell out. Yeah, pack, yeah, just get out. You know, I'll even, I'll even send him, I'll even send him the U-Haul. Okay. Well, you're kind. I'd send him some U-Haul boxes. Yeah, but I was, you know, and I just also heard on the radio that he wants to continue, sort of, kind of, you know, having people think that he's going to run again in 2024. Because he can, he can keep doing fundraising for his campaign, and he has already embezzled two point something million dollars from a campaign fund and transferred them to his personal bank. That's mm-hmm. his source of income. That's his source of income. Okay. Uh, not, to mention, not to mention, you know, I was listening too. It's because as a former president, okay, you have to have all of these people, you know, surround and how much we've already spent by him always staying at his own properties, which we will still continue because as a former president, we have to pay for those Secret Service people to watch him, and they said that... Um, to watch him still. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It I was know. like, 
you know, six thousand, you know, per person. I know. So but, I mean, he's gonna, it's gonna, he's gonna keep siphoning off unless we send him to prison. Right. That was that was my next comment because <laughs> why is nobody? I, I, I want to know why no pundit out there is talking about all the charges that New York has in store, you know, just waiting, okay? Mm-hmm. They have a pile of indictments just waiting to throw out there, okay? I mean, it, it's just so much stuff, and I don't know I why the pundits are not talking about it because, I mean, he knows. That's why well, he's so desperately trying to... They said huh? that if he pardons himself or he decides he can't. he's going to leave. He can't. He can't. He's not allowed to. No, he can't pardon himself. He's not allowed well, to. Well, someone was saying, like, worst-case scenario. So say, like, one day before he, his term is up, he resigns, Pence comes in and pardons him. It's only for federal offenses. That doesn't do anything right. about what's the going state, on in New York. Right, the state stuff, yeah, the state stuff doesn't, doesn't, is not affected by any of it, but, you know, from my understanding is that he cannot pardon himself, period, from anything, you know, and so we have federal, state, AG, or whatever. We have a woman yeah. AG in New York who's waiting. Yes, you know? yes. And she, she, she's just waiting. She's waiting very patiently, okay, very patiently. So she's going to drop it, and she's going to drop them all at the same time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They, I mean, and there's so many. But I had been told, like, two years ago, my, my little brother, you know, he's a, he's a former FBI guy, and uh-huh. he's retired now. But two years ago, uh-huh. he told me they're going to get him on tax evasion like they've gotten everybody else. Uh-huh. That's what New York uh-huh. is going to get him. That's what he's going to go to prison for. It's already, uh, it, in other words, what he was saying to me was, it's already in the paperwork. It's already there. They just have to wait. That's all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Tax evasion, it'll be the easiest because they can prove that. They already have the proof, you know? Uh-huh. You know? And when banks, when banks decide not to do business with you no more, that, that Deutsche Bank dropped him like a hot potato. They uh-huh. won't give him any more money. I mean, it's like, you know. They're, they're walking away. All his lawyers are quitting. All the places in, in Pennsylvania, in, in Philadelphia, they had lawyers there. They quit. They had uh, in Arizona. They quit. They just went to the court. The judges said, we're, we're giving it up. <laughs> you know, find, find some mm-hmm. new counsel. Bye. We're out of uh-huh. here. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because and, it's, and it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, of, they don't in, want that. In Michigan, mm-hmm. in Michigan mm-hmm. they just said, you know, you don't have anything, go, you know. <laughs> right, right. There's no, there was no merit. I mean, 20, 20 different times, 20 different cases, okay, that he was told. There was no merit. We don't, we don't, we're not even going to hear this because there's no merit, period. You know, like, <laughs> you would think that he would get, in all five states, he's been turned down in those five states that he wanted to, you know, and he's just he's just mad at Georgia with the recount thing because it was a black woman there that beat him, okay? And then a, white, a mm-hmm. black woman in, in the White House that beat him, you know? Mm-hmm. The only state that he asked for a recount is that one. He told the, the, the you know, the, the, the Kemp and, and the Secretary of State, you know, that he wanted a recount there. He didn't ask of the other places. He had the lawsuits. But he wasn't insisting in the other places. But he was insisting here when he has no route. 
It doesn't matter that he's a, it's it over 14,000 votes. It's for, over 14,000 votes. You know, they don't have that many votes that they possibly could not have counted. Okay, so it's just, you know, there's just no recourse. He's just doing it because he wants to spend the money, which is our taxpayer money for no good reason. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, he just likes to waste money. I mean, it's, the man has been, he has no worth. He is worth absolutely zero, okay? He has no worth. Everything that he might have already has claims on it for the debt that he owes. So, you know, if it wasn't for his ability to fundraise, okay, or that, the, that we, the people, are paying his way, all right, mm-hmm. um, he wouldn't have, he'd be a pauper. He'd be in the street. You know, because exactly. they show they show how much money he owes out. You know, there's but no he owes he uh, he owes more than what he supposedly owns. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. he's in debt on all the buildings and all the golf courses everywhere. He he's in debt everywhere. Uh-huh. You know, right. but it, it, he's using the fundraise. He just he I know what he's doing. He's using the fundraise that has his own. He's uh-huh. he's using he's using us. In other words, he's using the United States Treasury Department as his own personal bank. Okay, uh-huh. and he's using us, the people, as his financiers. That's that's uh-huh. the concept. Uh-huh. That's my concept you know, of what he's doing right now. And the thing that people don't understand, I mean, that's what you often hear, is that people don't recognize that this is our money. That's even like right. those checks. He's not giving us checks. Nothing. He's giving us our money. Our own, our own money. He's giving, <laughs> yeah. He's giving us our own money. Yes, right. And he, uh-huh. then, he wants to sign, then he wants to sign the checks with his signature on it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like. Well, after the last one. You know, because, you know, I have mine direct deposited because, you know, that's how I have it. So, yeah. Did you get a letter Me too. from yeah. him? Yeah. Did you get yeah. A, did you, yeah. You know, I'm going like, what is this? You know, to, you know <laughs> I, don't, I don't need, I didn't need a letter from you. I'm, I'm not going to frame it. It's not like I didn't get a check from Trump Towers, you know. I mean, <laughs> you know, it was just like, how, okay, and, and not only that was my tax dollars that paid for you to send me this letter with right. your signature right. on. Right, we, right, we, we, right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it is. It is just like yeah. so. you know what, what I think. Yeah. What I think about yeah, here, here, here we are. You and I talking about stuff, and we are laughing because the damn stuff is so ridiculous, so funny that you have to laugh at the damn stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Imagine mm-hmm. what other countries are doing. Mm-hmm. Imagine a group of people sitting somewhere, you know, having their little somewhere in the French Riviera or something around a little table, having their little cafe and whatnot, and just talking about us mm-hmm. and the fool and, you know, and the fool, the fools that we are. You know what I mean? It's uh, just that's what they think of us. I well, mean, you know, we're a well, joke. Here, we're here in Michigan, a bridge, a, a car drive, not even an hour's drive into Canada. And they don't and want us. We can't yeah, I come know. over there. I, I mean, and it's not us. It's not us. <laughs> I had some. I know. I know. It's just the whole. The whole. Well, they're, they're already, Trudeau, Trudeau and Biden are already in conversation about doing a, you know, joint attack on COVID. So and we you should, know, and, we should and that, see and, 
you know, and and that's real, you know. But it, it's just like it's just amazing. I have friends who are here and say, "Oh, if we come around Christmas, maybe we can go to that place in winter." I said, "No, we can't go to Canada. They don't want us. Yeah, they don't want us because of him." I said, "Maybe things will calm down, but I have a feeling until Trump is gone, we can't go to Canada." You know. But yeah, it, it that's just, the truth. But it, but and the yeah. thing is, they know because uh, once I was in. Um, I was at further up in Canada, and I sat there, and, you know, and I had a couple who came and said, you know, we know it's not you, okay? <laughs> you know, we know it's not you, but we don't understand why your country is being like this, you know? So they know that know. for the most part it's not the American people. It was the government, and, and they, like you said, they talked about how horrible it looked, how foolish it looked, and, you know, in some ways it was like trying to, like, give us sympathy, you know, you must be going through a lot of trauma living under that. Yeah, so, you yeah, know. yeah, well, yeah, last year, well, the year, last year, the year before, the year that, 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 that he was elected, they were, I was at a campground where there were a lot of Canadians, mm-hmm. and um, I was talking with some of them, and one of the ladies looked at me, and she said, you know, what can they, because I had asked, you know, what does, what does Canada feel, you know, about us and stuff like that, she said, well, most of us wonder why you're all so stupid. <laughs> I think she just came out and said it to me because we had just, I think, elected, you know, this 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 thing, and mm-hmm. um, they couldn't understand why we did that, you know, because they were like baffled by the whole thing, and uh, mm-hmm. because everybody knows Trump from everywhere except here in the United States. Okay, I knew mm-hmm. Trump since I was a teenager. He was nothing but a scammer, a con artist. He was hanging mm-hmm. out with the mafia. I mean, that that was, you know, who he was back then. He hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. He hasn't changed. Okay. I mean, and you can and document it, it you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, all you got to do is get the back copies of the Daily News and the New York Post, and, and you have him on the front cover every other day doing some shenanigans or doing something stupid or hanging out with some, some criminal or something. I mean... I knew, and I, and I, you know, I would talk about it and say, you know, how, how in the world can this guy never in the, never did I imagine he would win, never. Uh, right up to election night, it was like I was in tears halfway through election uh-huh. night because it was obvious what was happening. And um, it was like, even, uh, right, when, when uh, Sherry Jensen, who, who um, was somebody I met at the campground, my very first campground, and we traveled the different places. Then we met up in Destin, Florida, and because um, she had been invited to the Women's Democratic uh, Party um, um, election night TV viewing, and she, mm-hmm. you know, and we were at. The, then we wound up, so we wound up at the same campground, and then we drove over to, to Destin for it, and um, and it was like. Everybody was all cheering when we came in, and everybody's giving high fives, and everywhere was happy and laughing and <laughs> yeah, drinking yeah. and stuff. And then halfway through, the room was the in tears. Changed. Hey, the drinking yeah, changed. because it was, it, I, I, they, everybody was just staring at the wall. I mean, you know, crying. I mean, the drinking stopped. They were concentrating on this one laptop this guy had that he was calling out the numbers and what was going on and what he predicted was going to happen. And we were saying, no, it can't be. This can't be. It's something uh-huh, wrong. Check uh-huh. again. Check again, you know. And uh-huh. we were driving the poor man crazy because, no, no, you're reading something wrong, you know, because this can't be happening. Yeah, I mean, that was election night of 2016. 
it was devastating, totally uh-huh. devastating. Okay, so uh-huh. when when this this I mean, on 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 the third, and I you know then you know the five hundred miles that I drove, I said, well worth it. I'm glad I'm part of this. I know it's going to happen. Because I I went up there driving because somebody from down here went up with me because I had had an episode of my legs with the uh, with the spasms and stuff the week before. So uh-huh. they accompanied me. They they went up with me just in case something would happen and stuff. I, I would have somebody with me because it was just a day you know a day up and and then back you know and a day back. Uh-huh. So. Um, but uh, it, it was, you know, and I, I kept saying, okay, on my way to Georgia, we're going to turn it blue. I, was, I mean, I was just singing in the car. She was, she was laughing at me. I mean, you know, because uh-huh. she was the one, one of the ones that had, was still on election day, was still not convinced, you know. She just, just the other day when we got the final stuff about Biden being, you know, called the, with the winner when they called Arizona and um, Georgia, I texted her. And she said, oh, thank God, thank you for the news, you know, because she was still apprehensive about the counts, okay? She was still apprehensive about the lawsuits, you know? She said, well, I don't know, Betty. I just don't know. I can't be sure. I can't be sure. You know, it's like, what what is it? I I just want to know, what is it in the rhetoric, in what he says and how people receive it that is just so convincing and so armor-building that you can't uh-huh. penetrate it, and it gives people who really don't want to believe the doubt, okay, that makes them want to believe. You know what I mean? I just, what is it? I mean, what is it? I, what, what, because the man, I, I don't see no talent in him. He's not smart. He has, he has no vocabulary, vocabulary. He can't say a complete sentence. He never finishes I mean, I, I can't listen to him. You know, I, you know, no, because I he, he never completes him. a thought. He goes around mm-hmm. robbing. He never... When at the end of whatever, and you say, okay, so what did he just say? And you try to go through it. Well, he didn't say anything mm-hmm. except that something was going to be bigger than what bigger was before and that it was, you know, like beautiful big and, you know, but never giving an explanation of what that big is, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, but I mean, that's all his, you know, all, all his rant. I mean, it's like, it leaves you, so what is it that people are believing after he says what he said? That's that's my, mm-hmm. my, my my question. I mean, what is it that I mean, they believe in? That, he hasn't said anything. I mean, it, it's like you know, you're not thinking or you're not listening to it. It's just like it is. A, it is like I said. I couldn't listen to him. And even if he no. read something, you know, I would go like, "This just doesn't make sense. How can anybody follow this? How can anybody believe it?" Or when you could show them, you know, what he had said a moment ago, and they go, "Oh, well, he didn't mean that." And it's like, right. what kind of Kool-Aid are they drinking? You know, right. just, what kind of Kool-Aid are they drinking? And find yep. out, you know, and find out, like, um, but there's still, like, cause, there's still people, there's still people on Facebook that don't believe. I mean, just yesterday, mm-hmm. I was going back and forth because there was one lady that you know gets my stuff, and she's one of my friends. And so when she posted something so that I could see it, and it was from some other people that are not my friends, and mm-hmm. those people were telling her. You know, wait, wait until the counts are over. Wait, you know, Biden hasn't won. Trump is going to be your next president. I mean, there were several people saying this in this little, you know, scenario of, of, of posts and stuff. And I had to jump in. And I'm telling you, yo, <laughs> it's over. Biden has won. All the lawsuits 
have been denied, that over, okay, yeah. they've been thrown they out. Okay. I mean, electoral votes, you know. I mean, they were still, they were still, even, and they were still trying to say, and, and one lady from Georgia, she said, no, no, I'm, my Georgia is red. I said, well, that's good that your Georgia is red. Mine is blue, yeah. and since it doesn't matter one way or the other whether Biden is going to be president, okay, but I know it's blue. Okay, because he's got it, and, and they can't do anything about it. But she was, she was emphatic because she, somehow in her head, she, she thought that if, if, if Georgia was red, that then Trump would be the president. No, no, it still didn't give him enough electoral votes. Even with the 16 uh-huh. electoral votes in Georgia, Biden mm-hmm. was yeah. going to still win because there, he got the other no one. Okay. You know, yeah, he got no he got four of the five he got yeah, Biden got four of the five that were needed. Okay? You know, that was the scenario that, that every station said on day one. If you they these are the five states and if whoever and here's how it could play out. You know, they just say we get two here and three there or one here and four there. They get and, and, and what Trump had to do, he had to win four out of five to uh-huh. even be in the in the running. And you know he got North Carolina, which wasn't even in the running. He got he got yeah. North Carolina. We, we gave him North Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, Lord have mercy. You know, it's just um, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's just you know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I I just hope for the for the for the good. You know, everything will be straightened out. People mm-hmm. will accept. You know that. Uh, Biden is the president, and that we're going to have things back to what we, what we, you know, some some semblance of normalcy. Um, that's what I'm, you know, hoping for. And at least I can mm-hmm. sleep at night now. I don't have to wake up in the morning wondering, okay, so what bull, what bull do we have to read through you know, today? What you know today? What, I mean? what today? You know, it's like uh, it was every day. Every day was something else. Every day there was something else to worry about. Every day was okay. So how long is it going to be before they put us in internment camps uh-huh. or something? You know, I uh-huh. mean, you know, uh-huh. because that's that's where it was heading. You know, with the, with all the rhetoric and stuff and the things that people were saying. You know, in his circle, that you know we needed to be you know put away or whatever. You know, but. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it, it's just you know now now we can go back to the to the enjoying you know the victories that we've had you know and as January twentieth uh-huh. comes and Biden and and Harris you know they have they have promised that you know they they're going to um, reverse all the executive orders and stuff and then he's going to do his own executive orders for several things you know so that. Uh, until law can be made, until the legis- you know, the Congress can actually act. That's why we need the Senate. You know, we need the Senate. It's so important. It is so important that we get the Senate. Otherwise, McConnell will be doing the same thing to Biden that he did to Obama. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's already he's, said. You know, he's already hinted at yep. it. So, you know, yep. we have yep. to do he's, he's, very, he's been very clear about what he's going to do if he gets control of the Senate, you know. Mm-hmm. So it has to be that we get both of them, and then Kamala is the um, – is the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, the tiebreaker. Yeah, the vice president is the tiebreaker. So you have 50-50 in Congress. You have 50-50 on uh-huh. each side in the Senate. Uh-huh. And you have 50-50. And if it's a tie, then Kamala comes in and breaks the tie because she's the vice president and she breaks the tie in the Senate. Uh-huh. You yeah. know she's going to go with She's going to go with, well, uh, with, with uh-huh. Democrats, you know. So uh-huh. at I least things will get done. 
You know? you know, and I think that some of the Republicans who had a tight race might be thinking about, you know, they oh, can't yeah. they might, they might, yeah. yeah, there might be some that are thinking twice about, especially those that are going to come up for re-election in 22. You mm-hmm. know, they, they, they're going to know that people are not going to forget who they are, you know. And that's what we, ha- we the people have to do. We can't forget who they are. We have to stay uh-huh. engaged. We have uh-huh. to remember who all these folks were that enabled this, 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 this man to ruin our house, okay? Uh-huh. I mean, it's not their house. It's our house. It's the people's house. That's uh-huh. the way it was intended. That's how it was written. That's how our founders wanted it to be, our house, you know? So, you know, when people go in there and take it over and think that they're like, this is their house and that the people have no say, and they forget that they're the employees. We are the employers, so we have to start acting like employers. Yeah, we have to start acting like employers. We have to stay engaged. We have to know who's doing for the people and who's not, and then vote them out. Vote them out. Get somebody in there that's going to work for the people, Okay. Because this is not about, okay, I get into Congress and how fast could I become a millionaire? You know? Mm-mm. That's, that, that has stopped. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because that's what happens. They go in there and they just think that they, they, they get hooked into the lobbyists. Lobbyists pay them and they pass legislation that is good for corporations and not the people. You know? That's, that's the problem. So we have mm-hmm. to reverse that. You know? and, and that's because they do that because we get disengaged. You know, we, we, we don't pay attention. We, we lose track of what's going on because it's just too much to remember. But there's so many coalitions out there. We don't have to invent the wheel. All we have to say, right. okay, coalitions, everybody just get together, pick, pick, pick one, and then you can form a team going down the line of the things that need to be done, and technology is there. Now, you don't have to go somewhere for a meeting. You have Zoom. How many meetings haven't you had? I've had, I've had meetings from, from, with, with the Get Equal people for the Get Out the Vote for Biden and stuff, mm-hmm. people from all over the United States on Zoom. Okay? I can see everybody. Everybody can see me. Okay? From every state in the union. Okay, and they were all doing it out to vote and stuff, and, and Robin out in California was the one that was directing it all. So this is technology that we have that exists. We don't have to leave our homes, okay? We can find a comfy spot, get on Zoom, and have our meetings, our conferences, our the coalitions can meet. We can decide what we're going to do by district, by state, by city, by town, whatever, you know? And, and we don't have to invent the wheel. We don't have to reinvent it. It's our, the work is already being done. We just have to pick one and start doing it with them, you know, and then you get other people involved, okay? That's, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I just, you know, but that's the way I've always yeah. felt. You know? I, I never felt like oh. I had to reinvent anything, even when I was in Atlanta and stuff. Uh-huh. I would just find the people who were doing the work, you know, uh-huh. and then introduce the people who were looking for that kind of stuff and say, here, go and talk to them. You know, it's like, you know, you don't uh-huh, have to uh-huh. reinvent it, nobody, there's too many people out there who want to do, they just need the bodies, you know, to help them do the work itself, you know, uh-huh. so there's no sense in having, you know, 10, 10 different organizations who, are, who don't have the resources, who don't, you know, can't do what they want to do because there's just not enough people or time or whatever. So you get to get all 10 of you get together and find all the organizations doing the same work and you find out how you can help. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, that's right. That's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to take it's another break. Really and, 
And then, mm-hmm. and then we're okay. going to wrap up 2020. So hold, I'll be right. We'll be right back. Collections by Michelle Brown airs every Thursday at 7 p.m. You can subscribe now and listen to the podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Be sure to like the Collections by Michelle Brown Facebook page and mark your calendar so you never miss an episode. back here with Betty. Betty, I'll tell you, 2020 has been a roller coaster. And, you know, I couldn't stop talking about 2020 without talking about the passing of Monica Roberts. And Uh, a couple couple weeks before her passing, she and I had talked, and she had talked about this day and what Mm. she believed that we could all do if we voted. And many of the things that you were just saying about, you mm-hmm. know, not having to reinvent the wheel, not having to have uh, a whole bunch of organizations, but coming together and doing mm-hmm. that. And, you know, and I will tell you that, you know, I, I thought about her throughout as I thought, heard about people who were voting and who were doing it. We've seen so many of our rights, LGBTQ rights, under attack. We still see trans mm-hmm. people getting murdered and mm-hmm. trans rights under Trump getting rolled back. How great was it to hear that Biden included us, not only before he got elected, but in, in his acceptance? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's just, you know, it's always good to hear people, you know, speak the words, you know then you know that they're really thinking about it. But, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I, was, I was a little surprised to hear about Monica when mm-hmm. I read about it. I know. Yeah. It was just like, I remember, you know how I you... remember her. Yeah, I, I, I met her a couple of times. We didn't really ever get into any deep conversations with stuff, but um, I know she was active in the transgender community. Mm-hmm. With, um, and you and, you know, and working hard to turn Texas blue didn't get there, but you know what? We know she's working from above. But as you stop and you look at, you know, like in 2020, I mean, look at how many people we've lost to COVID. Yeah. I mean, look mm-hmm. at all the things that we've, we've lost. And, you know, it's sort of like this has been like this dark tunnel that, that next year hopefully the light is there and we start to – to heal and move, yeah, and move forward. You know, yep. you and I, we've been doing this for a minute. <laughs> you know, what would you like to see besides, you know, what are you hoping to see come out of next year? Wow. I just, I just want people to, 
know, I, you know, to know that, 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 you know, love conquers all, including hate. Uh, I never thought that hate wins anything. Um, I just, I have all of this. Wow. I mean, it's just, um, I just want us to be able to get back to that point of the progress that we have accomplished so far for our LGBT community and all the children um, that have become part of that family and some through adoptions, et cetera, et cetera, um, that their lives are not put into question um, and that they can continue in, in the loving homes that, 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 that have been created for them. Um, I, I'm, I'm just hoping that, you know, that I can wear my, 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 uh, my gay hat, you know, <laughs> without, 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 without people looking at me strangely, you know, because they realize that I am part of everything else, you know, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I have my, my Puerto Rican little flag and my gay flag hanging on the visor of my car, uh, people look at it strange sometimes. Uh, people look at it with a smile sometimes. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's just, I just want to be able to feel like I can walk into the store and walk into the, in, into the, uh, into the bathrooms without being chased in talking about, sir, mm-hmm. sir, sir, this is the ladies' room, you know, and I have to turn around and say, yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> it's like... I, I guess I just I just want I just want people to take you know other people, um, you know, I, I, it, it, this is this is me you know I don't think anybody was born to hate me, okay. Um, I just want I just want to be able that everybody, regardless of LGBTQ, you know, black, Asian, Hispanic, whatever you are, you know, because I can take a lot of those titles, you know, and, and, and uh-huh. it's just they they. And sometimes I just say, choose one. Which one do you want to hate today? I mean, it's like, you know, but um, I, 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 I want to be able to stop saying that to people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when, when I know that they have a dislike for one of my parts, okay, or many of my parts, you know, because, you know, if I, I start describing myself to people, they look at me like, huh? You know, they don't understand that we have multiple you know, pieces in us, you know, that, that make that compromise, you know, that comprise who we are, you know, and, and it's all part of our experiences and the life that we have lived and so forth and so on. And that makes us who we are today. But it's just, well, I, guess, I just want people to live peacefully. I just want people to, you know, to not be afraid to go into those, into neighborhoods, any neighborhood, you know, because you still have people saying, oh, don't go over there because it's dangerous. You say, why is it uh-huh. dangerous? It's scary. Why is it scary? You know, they say, oh, there's a lot of black folks there, or there's a lot of Hispanics there, or, you know, there's a lot of homeless there. Well, there's a lot of homeless there. Let's, let's find out how we can get them out of the street, you know. I want people to get creative. I want people to get involved. I want people to solve the problems that we do have, you know, but I want that to happen all together, you know, because, I mean, Homelessness is something that can be handled, you know, by each and every one of us, you know, if we just join forces, you know, and help out in whichever way we can. Mm-hmm. But uh, not to be afraid, you know, people get, you can be homeless, you know, and they're, they're, you know, it's just there but for the grace of God work hard because, you know, 
it, it could be any, and, and lately because of the COVID and because people have lost jobs and stuff, you got the homeless, they, in, in these, down here in Kissimmee, in fact, they have hotels that have reverted to doing the homeless thing. And, uh-huh. um, and it's because a lot sure. of them lost their jobs. Yeah, but they lost their jobs at Disney. They worked at Disney, uh-huh. the Disney cut back, you know, and now they have no jobs. They have no, no um, unemployment benefits have stopped and stuff, and the state's still giving them some, but that's going to stop soon. So what are these people going to do? They, 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 live, they live in a hotel that is weekly rent, <laughs> which means uh-huh. you've got to make money just to pay for the roof over your head, never mind the food, uh-huh. you know, so... There's a lot of a lot of food banks and stuff down here and whatnot, you know. Uh-huh. But it's still, you know, it it it. it I, I want to, I want everybody to just help everybody. I I want everybody to just be one, you know, because that's what it boils down to. But I think a lot of people where what's happened. I think a lot of people have looked at it differently because they have been locked away and they have been you know had time to meditate and they've had time to sort of kind of check themselves out and, you know, check what's good and bad in their lives. And I think there's going to be a lot of different kinds of attitudes when it's all said and done and people are out there walking in the streets again without their masks on, you know, and um, living life the way we've always lived it, you know. And I think there's a lot of attitudes that will change. I think they will be more appreciative of what we have and who we are. Um, And I'm hoping that people stay involved politically so that uh-huh. you know the, the same thing the same thing doesn't happen to us again because you know there's people still you know laying in the cut you know just waiting <laughs> you know uh-huh. waiting uh-huh. for waiting for us to take our eyes off the prize and and for them to start reaching for it again you know and uh, it's just they do everything so sneaky and they lie and they do all these things that 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 you know it, it's just like it's awful it's just awful and um, I just I just want people to be good to each other. That's what I'm hoping for, and to stand for them to stay involved in this nation that was created for us, and that we have we mm-hmm. uh, that, that we have changed, you know, for the better. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to thank my guest Betty Covertier. Happy birthday, Betty! Enjoy your special day. We're all so thankful to have you in our world. Be sure and follow Collections by Michelle Brown Blog Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let us know if you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future show. You can listen to this or past episodes of the show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Blog Talk Radio. Join us next week when I'll introduce you to another amazing individual living between the lines standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality and creating change right here on Collections by Michelle Brown. Thank you for listening.